Welcome to the Catholic National Athletic Association's podcast, Overtime. We talk about the unique challenges of running an athletic department at Catholic high schools. We also feature athletic directors from around the country and identify best practices for successful high school athletic departments. If you would like to submit a question or suggest a topic idea for the podcast, please email info at thecnaa.org. That's I-N-F-O at thecnaa.org. I-N-F-O at thecnaa.org. We're here today with Eric Wood, the athletic director at Bishop Montgomery High School. The mission of Bishop Montgomery is to provide quality Catholic education, primarily to college-bound students of varied academic abilities from the South Bay area. Eric, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on board. I'm really excited to be here. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into education? Well, I, once I got into college, I kind of knew the direction with my, my degree in physical education. And I uh, was taking a class and watched this teacher who threw a ball out, told the kids to go play, went around the corner and smoked a cigarette. And at that point, I was like, there's no way that's right. I, I need I need to help change some of that. So I I, I went into becoming wanting to become a teacher. So I followed through with, you know, with my undergrad work. And when I graduated, no teaching jobs. So I became a ski instructor and I did that for a couple of years. And then I was, uh, I got an offer to go into a elementary school and that was 30 years ago. So I did about 14 years at the elementary and I've now been at high school level for a little over 16 years. So what would you consider to be the most important part of your role at Bishop Montgomery High School? I think setting up my coaches and my athletes for success is probably the most important part of my job. Um, there's a lot that can be taken into that, but the more I can set each one of them up, the better I can, you know, the better, the more successful the programs can be. And success isn't about always about winning and losing, but it's about, you know, always trying to be better than the day before. Now you mentioned coaches. How many coaches are under you at, at, uh, at the school? I've got 61 coaches under me. So that's a that is a that is a lot of setting people up for success because that and the athletes <laughs> too that that alone is a full time job. Yeah, it, it does. It definitely keeps me busy. I, I you know I, I love what I do, and you know sometimes to the detriment of my my family, I I tend to spend a lot of hours here, but I also try to plan as much ahead as much as I can, and I think that helps me to give my coaches the tools that they need to be successful in, in making sure their athletes have a chance to be successful. Now, COVID-19 has been a huge challenge for schools and athletics. What's some, what are some of the lessons that you've learned from having to deal with the pandemic? Number one, the most important thing is being super flexible. Things are changing so rapidly. Almost every day there's something new out or something changing or adjusting and so as, a, as an administrator, at least at, at a high school, you know, being able to adjust on the fly has really, really been one of the, the, um, the biggest things for me to be able to do. Now, how has the year gone for you so far? Um, it's, it's, you know, it's had a lot of challenges, 
you know, we're doing only conditioning right now. And, you know, we were hoping at some point to actually be able to get kids inside the gym and get kids, you know, close to competing. And, you know, right now it's, you know, we're only doing conditioning. So it, it, it's, it's making it a little bit tough, you know, but you know, the, the good thing is we do get kids on campus and, you know, the kids are getting to see the coaches and they're getting to see their friends and th- with all the all the uh, challenges that that presents, it's still pretty exciting and good. What of the uh, new state guidelines that that were just announced? What have they done in terms of your school and your athletic program? <laughs> the 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 no news is news. So it, you know the, them telling us you know that the state coming out and telling us that there's you know there's going to be new education based athletic guidelines, but they're not going to put them out yet kind of makes it really, it, it doesn't, it, it gives us a little bit to hope for, but it kind of makes it more of a challenge because, you know, we're still in the same mode. We're not able to compete. We're not able to be inside. It's kind of the status quo, but they're giving us this little nugget of, we have this document. We're just waiting to be able to give it to you. So let's look at accomplishments. What has your department accomplished so far in your time there that you're most proud of achieving? I think, you know, it's just being, you know, being able to stay positive during the COVID, being able to, to work together as a, as, as a group and as teams, you know, working with the coaches and trying to stay positive in the face of, of the difficult realities that we have. Um, one of the things that I like to do is set many goals. And whether it's in my personal life or here, you know, setting the many goals has really helped me to be better at what I do. Um, you know, I set, I set a goal, um, to do 500,000 steps in the month of October. And it, it's crazy when you think about how far that really is and how much that is, but just having that as something to, to, to look forward to and kind of push yourself to kind of helped me to be able to push myself at work and, and try to, you know, stay positive so where we can help the athletes, to be ready and to keep them in a positive state of mind, you know, getting them to, you know, be able to collaborate with each other, being able to see each other, you know, when, when you're on zoom, you just see pictures of people, but you know, it's a lot different live. And I love the fact that we're able to get kids on campus and be live and we're doing it in a safe, in a safe way, but it's giving them that experience. And I don't, I think that that is very important for the kids right now. So let's look beyond COVID for a moment, if we can. What is a challenge that you would like to achieve with your program? Um, I, I honestly just try to see that each team and each program is successful and successful in, you know, yeah, a little bit in team winning some team championships and competing super well at, at CIF and, winning some championships there. And, you know, we've done a lot of that already, but I'd like to see, you know, more programs having a little bit more success. And this is a little bit of a difficult question with COVID being the situation, but what is coming up that your students are excited about? The possibility of games. These kids want to play games so bad that they're, you know, they're going out and playing in their clubs but it's not like being at their school. And so I think that that is something that, 
the kids are kind of holding on to and and I, I just pray that they're going to get a chance to actually play games. That's got to be big, especially for seniors when this is their last year. For some of them, it'll be yeah. their last chance to play. Yeah. Yeah. So Very, very true. And, and you know, with, with that being said, it's, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, with today's news and with, you know, how they're always broadcasting the negative side of things, it's, we have to try to stay, keep them positive and say, okay, you know, if they're, if, if they're going to be able to offer it, they will let us do it. So we just have to make sure that our bodies and our teams are prepared as best as possible. So when we do get to return, we're able to compete at a high level. With all the uncertainty that COVID-19 has brought, how do you feel that the students as a whole have handled things? I think that it's been a challenge. I, I, I don't think, I think that this is something that they couldn't foresee ever happening. And because of how it's affecting them as far as being able to play, being able to participate, much less being on campus, they really have to reevaluate a whole lot of things. And I think our kids are doing really good with that. Um, we've put some very, very good things in place. We have the conditioning. We have uh, our, on Wednesdays, the school does community days. So there's different activities for different grades. And that's actually a non, non edu it, it's, there's not, they're not in the classes, but they're doing things that are kind of fostering community. And that's really something amazing that's happening here at Bishop. So let's talk a little bit more about Bishop High School. What are the challenges that you are working on overcoming in the athletic program aside from COVID? Making sure that I, that we keep staffed, making sure I'm finding coaches that are, uh, up to, up to, you know, up to the quality that our athletes need to have. Um, that's probably some of the biggest challenge I have this year with the budget, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how to spread the budget and make sure that we have enough for every program. Now, what about the students? What are some of the goals for student athletes at Bishop Montgomery? It's really hard. I think this year the biggest one is just to be able to compete, being able to get out there and play games. Um, in a normal year, it's, it's, you know, how to get better, how to improve. And it, it's hard when you're doing conditioning only to do any kind of testing or any kind of measurement of goals. So hopefully when things kind of change a little bit, we're able to get back in and you know, coaches can set goals with the kids and, you know, I can be there to help them in, in any way that they need to do that. So tell me a little bit about your school's culture. What what makes Bishop Montgomery High School tick? How would you explain it to someone? I would say it's it's like the word team. The the one thing that I'm finding about Bishop Montgomery is it's a, it's a family. And so when you when you hear about team, together everyone achieves more. And I honestly believe that that is what happens here at Bishop. Um, we're out there doing as much as we can for everybody. You know, if if somebody needs help, we don't always wait for that person to ask for help. Sometimes we're there right there helping them. Um, 
it, it's an amazing, amazing culture to be part of. So the heavy lifting is done now. It's time for our speed round. You mentioned staffing. Do you have any hiring insights for schools in the CNAA? I do. I, I, it, it's it's crazy, but you know there, there's so many different resources, and the biggest thing is to get the word out as early as possible. If you need to find assistant coaches, if you need to get head coaches, you know we have the, you, a lot of times we have the diocese website, we have you know the CIF website, we have uh, Indeed. Indeed seems to be working really, really good for me. Um, but that's that's a big thing is getting it out as, as early as you can and trying to get the word spread. One of the things that I've always that we do a little bit of and would like to do more is especially with our, our younger teams and and our assistant coaches is trying to put the word on college campuses and getting some kids that might be juniors or seniors as they're finishing up their college years. If they're looking at going into coaching, this is a great time to bring them on board and hopefully some of them will stay and keep it going with your program. That's a great idea. Now, do you have any facilities management tips for schools in the CNAA? The biggest thing is planning. And, and I think this year, especially coming up with spring sports, you know, schools that have limited facilities are going to really have to plan quite a bit. You know, we have a lot of, if you don't have the campus, you don't have the facilities on your campus. You're going to have to find outside facilities and it's going to be a huge challenge because the city parks, the colleges, they're not renting like they used to. So the more you can plan ahead, the, the more success you're going to set yourself up for. Now with people coming in at a distance, they're doing zoom classes, doing everything else. Social media has become even more important than it was before. Any ideas for social media for schools? Um, well, we kind of did a, we did some stuff early on in COVID, when COVID right before the end of the school year, you know, we rec you know, we wanted to recognize all of our seniors. So we, we did a quick blurb. I asked each of the coaches to write a little, a little blurb and answer a couple of quick questions about the seniors. And then we posted it on Facebook and got it out into social media. Um, and I think that that was something that was really special for the kids that at least got the seniors some, some recognition and I think that that'll be something that, you know, definitely will carry on to this year. Um, the other thing is, is, you know, if you're doing something special, put it out on social media. Um, we, we as administrators, as at least athletic administrators, we, use, we learn from our friends. We learn from our coworkers, our groups, you know, our fellow ADs. Someone's got a brilliant idea. You take it, adjust it, adapt it for your situation, and then you you advertise it. It just it promotes the community, and I think that's so critical in this day and age. Now, what are some of the benefits that you've seen as a CNAA school? The ability to share and collaborate with fellow ADs is is by far the biggest thing. You know, being able to you know talk with Leo and talk with all other ADs around the state and now around the country. You know we're all going through the same or similar situations and problems. And the big thing about being part of the CNAA, CNAA, CNAA is that we're able to share and say, Hey, I'm going through this situation. How can you help? What do you have? What have you done in, in, in this situation? And so that collaboration is really, 
what sets us apart. You don't see a lot of that elsewhere. Now, is there anything else? We covered quite a bit through through this whole podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I just, you know, I just, I'm really super appreciative of the fact that I got to be on here. And I just, I just hope that uh, people can still stay strong and focus on trying to be positive. You know, you take, take, the, take a little bit each day and say, here's the good things from today. And then adding in, here's what didn't go so well. How can I improve it for tomorrow? And I think if we can do that, we'll all be in a much better place. Eric Wood, Athletic Director at Bishop Montgomery High School, thank you for your time and sharing your experience with us. What's the best way for someone to reach out to contact you? Uh, my email address is, is, I answer my emails usually within 24 hours, so that's a great way to get a hold of me, and that is ewood at bmhs-la.org, or if you want, feel free to give me a holler on my phone. My office number is area code 310 540-2021. My direct extension is 269. With conditioning going on right now, I'm here every single day. So with the exception of Saturdays and Sundays, but Monday through Friday, unless it's a holiday or vacation, I plan on being here. Eric Wood, good luck to you and Bishop Montgomery High School. Thank you very, very much. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the CNAA Podcast Overtime. Stay tuned for more episodes each month featuring best practices for managing high school athletic programs at Catholic schools. If you have questions or topic suggestions for the show, please email info at thecnaa.org. That's info at thecnaa.org. And let us know what you think. <laughs>